true. Now let's talk about the money like it's a payday now. You know how much money I'd make if I was the KJ route? Shoot, KJ told me to do it, but where's KJ now? No this to him, but he told me there's no way this could work out. Hey, man. Uh, big shout out to you. Thank you for jumping on here. This is the KJ52 podcast. I am doing my first ever, and I figured I would rock this with the homie who put me up on this platform called uh, Anchor. And um, we're going to try this out a little bit. So me and you have been talking off the record via text message, fax machine, pagers, smoke signals. I think I sent you a carrier pigeon to ask your opinion at this at one point. Um, Got it. But... uh, So right now, man, we're we're just we're just two we're just two regular guys on the sidelines while this, this Christian hip hop civil war is going on. What's going on, man? It's like uh, yeah, it's crazy. People are launching Molotov cocktails at each other. I saw, I saw a, a, a reform guy going down the street. His head was on fire. Charismatic wow. Christian rapper was behind him with a hatchet. <laughs> the streets ain't safe. <laughs> They're not safe at all, man. Not at this particular time. The war going on outside, yeah, nobody's safe. What you safe from? R.I.P. Yeah. The prodigy. So, um, anyway, uh, I, uh, I'm i working on this podcast idea because uh, I'm leading up to this documentary that's going to be going down about my life, my story, my music. And, um, you know, I, it kind of starts way back where my story starts, but then kind of jumps in in the mid-2000s or the 2000s when I got started. That's kind of actually when I met you, too. Um, yeah. And then it kind of flashes forward to where I'm at now. So, like, what does it mean to be a 40-something-year-old Christian rapper, you know, hanging on for barely for barely hanging on for relevancy, just, you know, getting battled by these little kids every night? You know what I mean? Just Yeah. Just yelling at kids on yeah. my porch with my tribe called Quest shirt on. Get off my lawn, you little mother rapper. <laughs> Actually, none of that is happening. But um, no, anyway. So leading up to the documentary, it's kind of about my life and my story and stuff like that. And so um, you hit me uh, a couple of days ago. You're like, bro, what? Like, what happened? And honestly, I barely knew what had happened too, because I don't really keep myself in a lot of that stuff in those circles. But I mean, I do. I shouldn't say I don't. Right. I don't want to be like the coy, super petty guy. But you know, I'm I'm busy out here just doing doing what God has called me to do. So I try to stay away from a lot of drama. But uh, yeah, I guess it all started with Shylin with his newest record, uh, talking to Christian hip hop as a whole, and uh, Lecrae and Reese Records. Specifically. Specifically. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. You could read between the lines, it wasn't hard. Um, right. And then, uh, you know, kind of asking for, or I should say, you know, very much challenging people to repent of their behavior, things like that. And uh, this is kind of followed up with a response to Ruslan. Which, I'll be yep. honest, man, this is going to sound like old man talk, but I've been around long enough to see multiple things like this. This is nothing new. I've seen this all right. the way back in the mid-90s when I first started. And none of this ever de-escalates to a pretty place. It usually escalates to critical mass. Yeah. And um, so when I saw this going down, I'm like, well, I already know how this is going to go. I've read this, I've read this story before. Yeah, it's happened. But, um, it's happened. 
there was there was a couple bars in Ruslan's song that uh, he name checked me. Shots fired. Somebody, somebody had mentioned this to me, and I'm like, that's got to be a joke, right? Because I, I I was like, why would I even be you know in the middle of this? Yeah. I'm like Switzerland, man. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> lo and behold, he uh, he dropped a couple lines in there, and um, I honestly, after the first time hearing, did not take it as a diss. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I could take the part where he says, you know, where's KJ now? I guess if I was like really in my feels, I would take that personally. Like, bro, I'm right here. Didn't go anywhere. <laughs> right. 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 But um, I'm, you know, my thing is, I'm like, it, whether I'm on your radar or not doesn't affect what I do. I'm, I'm gonna keep doing what I do. But yeah. before I jump into any of my particular feelings about this, I'm just curious, what's your take on this, and what, you know, you know, you kind of jumped in yeah. in the 2000s. It seems like so you've seen some of this holy, this yeah. holy war. You've seen some of the holy war play out. <laughs> <laughs> I have, man. And it's crazy because the last, you know, when I when I started being more consistent with with Anchor about a month ago, um, I started started, do, you know, broadcasting, and it was it stemmed from me playing records from 2003, 2004, 2005, like around the time I met you, just that whole that place that I was in, uh, you know, mentally, it was just this nostalgic type situation where I was like, man, I just want to, I want to broadcast about Christian hip hop and play music from that era. Simple as that. And that kind of turned into me, you know, discussing topics in and around Christian hip hop. Like I had you on talking about the Christian bookstore. And so I started like really thinking like, huh, what is God doing? And I started really diving back in because I'm like you, I don't really see a lot of that stuff. I started diving back into to the Christian hip hop scene, just kind of paying attention, intentionally being intentional and, and paying attention to what's going on, and and I thought, you know, well maybe this is a this is a way for me to start some healthy conversation uh, about Christian hip hop to move things forward. Maybe God has wanted me to help in that to move things forward. And mind you, my mindset prior to that was it was complete the complete opposite of that, like. Uh, in, in my thinking as far as, you know, where Christian hip-hop was, I was kind of like, well, it, I felt like it was over. Uh, just and just the idea, I don't mean the mission, but just the idea of Christian hip-hop, just what it has come to be known for. And so I was hopeful. <laughs> and then last week, this stuff started happening. And like you said, it's, it's, a, it's a replay of what kind of what I we had seen in the past a little bit, just the whole, like, Tunnel Rats, Cross Movement, you know, there's a number of different uh, artists that were involved in, like, this, I don't want to call it beef, it's not real beef, but, you know, just as back and forth uh, about yeah. um, about uh, methods, methods and, and doctrine and a number of things. Uh, so we had seen this before, but it's I don't feel like it's ever I don't feel like it's ever been this, um, with, especially with social media. I don't feel like it's ever been this so, direct. Like, can we go to, uh, what's it called? Oh, like, it's been really, really direct, 
here lately. And so <laughs> I I had the thought um after I hit you about the rules line thing, I was like, Man, I used to I used to talk about this a lot and I and I looked back and I remember in two thousand and thirteen I had, I did an interview. You remember Sean Slaughter, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, he had a he had a show called What in the Ham Sandwich, and I did an interview right. with him. And I know this is a long story to get to to what you want me to talk about, but I did an interview with him where he asked me where Christian hip hop would be in five years, and, and I said, well, in ten years, I don't think it's going to exist. And I kind of elaborated on that, meaning I, I didn't think the idea of it. I thought that God was going to basically blow it up, not you know, I'm about to blow up, not like not like that, like. It, he was going to destroy what is taking place in just the industry, the just the, the surface level stuff. The mission is still the same. And when the dust clears, there'll be people that love Jesus, that, that communicate through hip hop, that'll still be going strong. Like, But there'll be casualties. There'll, there's going to be stuff that's going to happen. Like there's going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to get bad. And so when I saw this, man, and all the direct, um, like name calling and, and just calling people out, and I think it's I think it's <laughs> it's on. Like the war, we're like kind of being coy and talking about like this war and this and that. But I think that it's that's exactly what's you know happening. To speak. It's like it's, it's Christian hip hop in general. I feel like it's in trouble as far as the idea of what it is now, not the mission, but the idea. And so when I heard Ruslan, getting to what you actually asked me about, when I when I heard Ruslan mention you and I hit you, it was kind of like, um, I didn't know what to think. It kind of caught me off guard initially because he actually said your name. It was just like, like I'm just not used to that in, I guess, in what we do. Like, and I don't know if I look at that as necessarily like, all the way bad because I don't think it was a diss. Um, I do think that he was being very rapperish in in his approach when he said the whole line about where is KJ like, uh, where is KJ right. now? Like it's it's a a side swipe, but I think that he was being a rapper when he was doing that. I don't think he has anything personally against you, um, but it was just the the approach, the approach, the and I know he's Ruslan is not like many artists like he's. You know, he's his own artist. Uh, but then going to Shaolin and just what he's doing, like the whole direct approach, a lot of people are going to be shocked by that. Um, and a lot of things are going to be said that people don't agree with. But I think that that's the direction that things are heading. And it's kind of like all we can do is sit back and watch it burn. <laughs> that's all we can do. Is sit back and watch it burn. Wit and I, uh, Wit that you know produces for me, and we're like we're really good friends. And we we talked about this years ago, and and he hit me right after everything was going on, and was like, "Yo, we called this like a long time ago." And he said, "I'm just sitting back, and you just gotta watch it burn." And and I agreed. It was like, like what else are we gonna do? But it's it's on like it it has started it has begun. Um, I think I think I, I think we more. need to queue up. I think we need to queue up the Rihanna Eminem song. Just gonna stand by <laughs> <you> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
That's yes. All right. <laughs> yeah, it it has started, man. It has begun. Well, I don't. Can you say it started if this burning has happened at five billion points in this genre's history? Can you really you say, say, say it started? Again? Because I said, can you say that it's about to burn itself down when I've seen this exact same thing play out on multiple occasions over a twenty-five year span? Right, but I don't think that in in that time, in the same way a beef in the '90s, or uh, you know, in a, in a mainstream world, a beef in the '90s or even early 2000s for that matter, would be um, sh- strictly on what we call wax <laughs> or on record or you know rhymes. But now you get to hear the record, and then you get to hear the continuation of what was discussed on the record via via visual platforms, via social media, you know, in comments. Like it's like gasoline. Social media is the gasoline. Yeah, that's true. That is, that is gonna, true. You are that everyone is, is invited to the everyone's it, invited the to party. the cafeteria fight. Exactly. No, dude, and that's what's party, gonna, this is a yes. junior high cafeteria fight in the middle of the lunch line. Right. Right, I, 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 it, it's a, it's a fight. It's a, like they're gonna be casualties, man. Like they're gonna be, and I, and I use that terminology. I know it seems like extreme, but like really, people are gonna say stuff that, you know, they're gonna be, they're gonna get too comfortable in their skin, and some hurtful things are gonna be said, man. Like I believe some hurtful things are gonna be said, and this thing is just gonna, be, it's gonna, it's gonna lose. The, the little bit of value that it does have right now in the public eye, like it's going to lose that. Um, but, you know, again, there's going to be, it always happens. There's going to be a remnant of people that still operate, that still want to go out and, and do what they do for, for Jesus and for, you know, the mission. And that's not going to change. But this whole industry stuff, like this success that we're seeing and this, you know, the, the small infrastructure that exists now is about to be burnt. Like it's gonna be so hard. I feel like for you are you are always artists. such a ray of sunshine. You are always just. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> no, you. I think you're the guy when the, when the building when the building burns down. You're like, well, let's go get the marshmallows. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I I want to again be, going back to Eminem. Cool. You're the one that when they burned down the places in in Eight Mile, you were like, it's kind of beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think some good is gonna come out of it. I think some good is gonna True. come out of it, bro. I, I really yes, do. fire does fire does purify. That's for sure. Um, but it's gonna hurt. I'm just gonna uh, dive into what he said real quick, and then probably just go ahead and wrap it up here. But I thought it was interesting what he said because a lot of people, I can say a lot of people are like, dude, what what is he talking about? So he had basically said that uh, I could have gone the KJ route, but I didn't. So where's yeah. KJ now? Right. And it was kind of what he's referring to is this is really the only time I've ever talked to him is when I was in San Diego with Mark one time for one of our businesses that, that I perform at. And uh, he came through with Mark because I know he was friends with Mark. And he was yeah. just kind of picking my brain about really just want, it seemed like he was wanting some advice, like how to navigate. And a big thing of what he was trying to navigate was um, trying, and, and this is, if I'm not mistaken, he was still in a group. 
So it was like the group dynamic, and I remember him saying, you know, I want to reach, like, mainstream college audience. Yeah. And so I kind of was, like, saying, well, you know, that's obviously a tougher market to hit when, you know, mostly that audience wants misogyny and they want to just get drunk. And right. there's not a lot of money in college kids. College kids don't have merch money. You know what I mean? There is right. a lot of money in colleges for shows. But I was like, you know, you're you're trying to break bread with three people. That that really was what I was trying to say to him. Was like, dude, anytime you have a group dynamic, you're splitting the pie by three ways. And I've just seen so many groups come and go because of that, or they just struggle financially right. for a long time. They never can turn the corner. Right. Whereas if you're solo, you know, your expenses go down infinitely. You know, you can make the sacrifice. And so I think he kind of said in the line on the song, he goes, you know, um, KJ told me not to do this. It's kind of what he was saying. Like, it's almost like he was, I was basically saying, you couldn't do it. And he's kind of like, well, I did, in spite of what KJ said. And I didn't become a youth group rapper, and I made it. You know what I mean? Right, right. And, And again, without context of what I was saying, I would never tell anybody, dude, you can't make it. I would always... To my own detriment is I've always been way too blunt and too I never sugarcoat things and I, I and a lot of people have you know get discouraged by that but I would rather you know yeah. I'd rather just lay it all out there and let you make your own choice I would never say this is what I think and you're not going to make it because of it unless right. I really just thought you could do it but I mean I, anything can happen I know that. And the market has changed considerably since I probably had that conversation with him. I don't remember how long ago it was, but it was definitely at least, I think, five years ago. Maybe longer. Yeah. But, uh, you know, his statement in some ways does reflect, I feel like, Christian hip-hop's viewing of me. Like, I'm not on their yes. radar because I've been around for so long. But I don't even know if I was and really they, on the radar that much to begin with. And there is yeah, a degree and they, of like, and they view you... No, I was just saying. So, you know, the stigma of he's just a youth group rapper and he sold out to get the quick money and make church-friendly rap music. While there is some truth in that to an extent, it's like, dude, that is definitely not... That's definitely not accurate. You know what I mean? Yeah. uh, But whatever. I mean, again, I, I find just picking apart lyrics is such a freaking waste of time. Uh, especially when you're in the midst of two people going back and forth over much more incendiary issues. But anyway, I just yeah. thought it was interesting. I guess if anything, I'm still in people. I'm still ringing out here in these streets, bro. Bro, you still you're still <laughs> ringing. You're you're definitely still. Ringing. And, and I'm but joking. Look, I want to I want to say I want to say this before we get off. Like. I don't, and you said that, that that I guess that's the only time that you've ever like really talked to Ruslan, and so I don't know if that's the, you know, the only other interaction or the only thing he really knows about you other than that conversation may be from what he's heard from other people Probably. and their perspectives. Um, so, but whenever I talk to people about you, and they and they do, if they do have that perspective of you being at you know YouTube rapper, and that's that's it, like. I can say, and I and I try to paint this picture whenever I talk to somebody that's close to me. Like I've known you for a very, very long time, and initially, 
Like, I don't even think that was – that didn't even cross my mind initially because I was so new to, to everything that was going on. But over time, you start to hear that. And whenever I hear that, I'm like, that's not it at all. Like, that's not – like, we've had conversations, and I know that – and and even, even still, it's kind of like the – the pot calling the kettle black essentially it's kind of like you know you know how can you be mad at somebody for going this route um and then or or you you're saying that somebody is trying to push you a certain way and you're and you're upset because you know you say oh everybody's different but then you get mad at somebody else for going you know one way but you just said that everybody's well, different, right? Not everybody's going to go that route that, that you go. And and so... Well, I can't say... I mean, he did preface his rhyme with saying no diss to KJ, and I think... Right, and I'm not talking know, about him was, specifically, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm just talking about... Yeah, I'm talking about in general. Like, just in general, that whole idea, like you said, KJ is a youth group writer, and they just chalk it up to, okay, this is who he is. But, like, from what I know about you and, and, and know of you, like, you're background is so much deeper than what people know like people don't know like and that's why like you're talking about the documentary I think it's a perfect segue like I hope I really hope that you show um and maybe and maybe you're not but I hope that you show the transition um you know from that you know what I like to call the feed magazine transition from when yeah we do talk about it quite a bit actually Okay, because I didn't, you know, and even still knowing you for so long, there was a lot of stuff I didn't know. And then, you know, when I went with Alex and I, we were in Florida and you took us around and, and showed us different, like, I didn't know all that stuff. I heard the stories, like, you know, on, on record, but you can't, it's only so much that you can say. But hearing it firsthand and then, like, seeing the places and then, you know, seeing where you, like, open up for, like, Wu-Tang and, like, like people don't know that that side of things, and so the context is like really, really important. And I think people just chalk it up to, and like you said, you're very direct, and you 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 talk about me just being the ray of sunshine. Sometimes you bring down the pain <laughs> when you when you're very direct. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's not like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to push you this way. I'm not trying to push you this way. I'm just telling you that these are the cons. I'm going to start with the cons. These are the cons, and this is this is what you're going to run into. Not because I'm trying to deter you from that, but because I've experienced that or I've thought about that or I've tried it. You're like, I, people don't understand how practical you are, I think, and that you don't just pull stuff out of the sky. Like, it may be something that you actually experienced and failed at. You know what I'm saying? And so, that's yeah, and, I, and know. probably something I haven't done well. I said probably something I haven't done well over the years is I have not beat my own drum loud enough. Yeah. But that's just not yeah. my style. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've always realized, like, let your, my personal philosophy has always been let your work speak for itself. So, yeah. Rather than trying to, like, oh, I'm going to set the record straight about all this, it's like, whatever, man. If that's how you think I am, then that's fine. No problem. I'm. It really does not affect me. And sooner, it's better to even let other people talk about you than you have to right. go run in and be like, here's the deal. But uh, anyway, here is the deal. I do need to jump off. Thank you for jumping in. I think we definitely could do maybe a part two on this at some point. Um, yep. Great thing about these discussions is they never actually resolve themselves. 
Right. Absolutely. But, uh, anyway, man, love you, bro. Thanks for jumping on here. Thanks for putting me up on this. Uh, this is episode one of the KJ Podcast, and I hope you guys dug it. Dope. Peace out, man.